Well, hello, everyone. This is Monty Moran. I'm taking over Jen Springer's Monday Night Call on the first Mondays of the month. And this is December, and so I get the chance to do the first promos of the month. <clears throat> so here we go. With the 190 PV, you get the 5 milliliter vetiver essential oils. <clears throat> and if you bump up to 250, you get obviously the vetiver. Plus, you get 10% back in essential rewards points, which is pretty awesome because well, we use those all the time. And then <clears throat> with the 300 PV, here's the cool one. So with the 10% back plus the vetiver, then you get this new blend called Treasure of the Season. And if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and go on to Young Living <clears throat> and look at their promos for December. It's kind of a cool new thing they're bringing out for Christmas. Super cool. And then they also have another one. It's a special bonus promotion. 10% off Ninja Red and Thieves Premium Starter Kits, <clears throat> saving 15 bucks. So that's pretty cool. It's really cool that they're actually bringing back those types of starter kits. Because for a while they were kind of stuck with one. So this is the Monday Night Call. I am Monty Moran. I'm a young living silver, almost gold. I am taking over Jen Springer's Monday Night Calls. I take over her the first Monday of every month. <clears throat> and it's supposed to be a guy's program. And although last time I think I had a lady on and she was very phenomenal, somebody that I met at Mastermind in Orlando. And here's another new one. This, this guy that I'm going to bring on tonight, I didn't know him from Mother Teresa until – yesterday when we when we talked on the phone <clears throat> it's always exciting because there's always people just kind of pop up whenever you need them it's i think it's phenomenal <clears throat> so without further ado i'm going to bring on jacob adamo he is a young living silver and he's also working his way to gold jacob welcome to the call buddy we got some really cool things going on tonight thank you Monty. So, you know, when I called, when I, me and Jacob talked earlier this weekend, I told him, I said, you know, dude, you live where my stomping grounds were when I was a kid, more or less, like within an hour. And, uh, of course, that's easy to, to talk about <clears throat> Wyoming and things like that because it seems like no matter what corner of the state is, there's always something different to talk about because they're all different. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. fun, though, you know, and then we also talked about, you know, how, we're downsizing. I mean, you just moved two months ago, and we just moved, and we're downsizing <clears throat> until we decide we're we're going to move later on next year. So <laughs> it's amazing how you just you bring people in that are right on the same page as you. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and so, to find and out that you you got the same stomping grounds as me that was that was pretty neat. So you know when I talk about how windy it is currently, you understand that. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You don't understand wind until you experience Wyoming wind. Wow. Amen. So give us a little background, Jacob, on, you know, your wife, Sarah, and, you know, how and why you guys started with Young Living and then how it developed from there. Because we don't, most people don't start with Young Living as a business. Usually it's a product reason or health reason kind of deal, and then it kind of, you know, evolves into a business. So go ahead. Yeah. And our story is is no different than that. Um, we uh, let's see, we got real sick. It was January of 2012. Um, had a friend that wanted to come over and bring over some oils, and uh, I was very skeptical. But at that point in time, you you could have said Buddha would have fixed me, and I probably would have tried it um, <laughs> just to get over what we had. It was nasty. So 
she comes over and she brings us the oils and, and asks if she can show us how to put them on and left a diffuser with us for a few days and all of a sudden things cleared up and still being skeptical and unemployed at the time I told Sarah no we're not we're not doing anything with this right now went a little while later found another use for the oils again and so she wanted to sign up with Young Living she had gone to an event in Denver and got to hear Gary Young speak and uh, so she was really she came back very excited as most people do from those types of events and she wanted to sign up with the oils and I had just recently found a new job and uh, so things were still very tight but I told her you know I've, I've looked at the different kits and everything and all we can do is we're just doing that $40 basic kit I still kick myself in the butt all the time <laughs> for having done that but you know, you know my I was, mom did I was that. a red I wouldn't listen <laughs> I know my mom did that, and now that's pretty much her selling point is, I did the $40 one. Don't you do the same thing. Get the premium starter kit because when you do the math, it only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, we start using the oils, and all of a sudden you find out that, well, I don't have that one. I don't have that one either. Oh, man, I could have gotten both of those in that kit, and now I'm paying full, <laughs> you know, full wholesale price for them instead of the discount. Yep. So, yeah. It, anyway, long story short, we did – finally um, begin to monetize it in October of last year, really. She started making little checks here and there that, you know, started getting a little bit bigger and caught my eye. And I'm I'm watching, you know, 80 to $300 roll in every month. And it's like, wow, that, that took the pressure off the month. That was nice. So then I started talking to some people in our upline um, and asking them, you know, look, I don't want to ask you the age-old question, what do you make, but could you give me a little hint here on what's possible and how long it took you? And I wasn't real thrilled at first with the answers, but I started looking deeper in the company, and I realized that this, this has real true potential to make a decent income. So I came on board while still working, but doing nights and weekends and helping with presentations and things like that. That's um, how we do it. Really, yeah, just seeking out wisdom because, you know, Sarah had done a phenomenal job of starting it, but she didn't know any better than I did where to go or what to do next to grow up big. So we started looking and asking questions and seeking out advice from others and, and some of the greats, one of the, you know, one of the big people that we ran across was Melissa Pepping. And I am still so thankful to this day for her allowing us to kind of crash her call <laughs> and, uh, you know, her sharing her wisdom with us. But uh, yeah, she is awesome. Melissa Pepping is awesome. She is. And she's got such a phenomenal personality. Um, and so, you know, she's the one that told us you need to brand yourself. You need to have a team and you need to grow that team. And so we did that. We launched that in October um, as a senior star and, it was it was crazy ride, but it's it's been awesome ever since. We've grown by about fifteen percent average per month since that point, and learned and learned a ton. Well, you you know if you're not learning, how's it go? Yeah. We just talked about that. <laughs> if you're not learning, you're not growing. That's for sure. <laughs> and if you're not growing, then you're dying. There you go. If you're not learning, you're yep. not growing. If you're not growing, then you're dying. Yeah. Yep. 
It's a big yeah, deal. There's only two directions. Nobody sits still. You're either going up or you're going down. And then I don't know if you can see Sarah right now, but Sarah, thank you very much for reaching out to Jen Springer and saying, hey, I like your call, blah, blah, and and saying something about, you know, having you, Jacob, on, you know, maybe a future call, which actually happened within a week. That was pretty <laughs> awesome. Remarkably fast, and, and we're very thankful for the opportunity as well. You know, you know, but when you reach out, it's amazing what happens if you just step out of that comfort zone and just reach out and say, Hey, that was awesome. By the way, this is what we're doing. Because me and Jen are always curious about what people are up to and what people are doing because, you know, you'll get into this later in the call, but it's we all figure things out a little bit differently. And so if we can all just kind of compare notes like you would in college or high school and compare notes and go, hey, what did you get for this? You know, well, I got this. Well, it probably could be the two of the same answers, but maybe yours one, yours makes more sense. I don't know. But People learn yeah. things differently, and if you can compare, if you can compare notes, that you just things happen a lot faster. So, thank you, sir, they for reaching really out. Was... Well, thanks, yeah. thanks for receiving that. And you know, I will add to what you just said. It's, it is remarkable to me how when you reach out, I am constantly amazed at how many people don't look at you as you know, oh, this is going to be a burden on me, or oh, I can't believe this guy's asking me these questions. I mean. Everybody that I have talked to, they're more than willing to help and more than willing to share their wisdom and what they've gone through. And, you know, if you can learn without having to go through the hard knocks, life can get a whole lot easier. (laughs) No joke. No joke. So going with that, you've got this book out right now, Full Spectrum Success. I do. That was kind of a... Phenomenal phenomenal story. Maybe... You know, well, it seems how you're talking about, you know, how you guys kind of got started. Maybe you should just kind of segue into how the book got started because of the way that you guys were starting out the Young Living business. Because it kind of goes sure. hand in hand. It does very much. Actually, you know, I I wouldn't have that book. And it was always kind of on my bucket list to, you know, I want to write a book someday. I think there's probably, that's probably on most people's bucket list. But I actually got this one done. It's short. It's not long. But it's it's a snapshot of a lot of the learning curve that I went through um, in this business with reading people and their personalities. Um, And that's what it's based on the the colors, personalities, um, which I'm pretty sure most of you are probably familiar with that are listening to, but a brief snapshot, you've got red, blue, green, and yellow. And if Monty's up for it, I can give a, real brief idea when we get into what the book's about, about those actual colors. Um, But what led me to write it was we just, (laughs) we spent so much time trying to figure people out and trying to read people. And while doing presentations, you know, you, you have no way of knowing exactly who you've reached and who you haven't, unless you're just exceptionally adept at, uh, at reading people, which I'm, I'm generally pretty good at, but there's always room for improvement. And, you know, growing up, you hear the phrase, you need to look at that from the other person's perspective. Yeah. You hear it all the time. But how do you actually do that? <laughs> and that, that's kind of the question that, that kicked me off on this is, is let me look at these personalities. And I did look at it from a network marketing standpoint. But I tried in the book to make sure that it would be applicable to to everybody, to families, um, you know, because let's face it, when, 
once you have a partner, once you have kids, you are interacting with another personality on a daily basis. So if there's a way to make that easier and make it easier to understand that personality and the method of communication that works best with them, why go against the grain? I agree. It's all about relationships and how you relate to other people and how they relate to you. It's uh, it's good. And it so it, you you kind of had an idea with this, and then someone said, oh, yeah, it sounds like Tom Bigal Schreider's colors. And you kind of delved <laughs> into, what? And I okay, yeah. That's, matched uh, up, right? Yeah. It, it, well, it did match up. And actually, the funny thing was, I you know, I heard about the color because um, Melissa Pepping was always talking about her blue and how, how blue she was, and it, it really piqued my interest. I'm like, I wonder what color I am, you know? So I went online, started looking, and uh, actually I think she might have even referenced the Marcusetta colors test to see what color you are. So I went through it, and and uh, I'm a red, and uh, secondary blue. Uh, it's just pretty pretty close, but definitely edged out by the red. And so that piqued my interest even more. I started reading about the colors and, and his take on the colors. And and it dawned on me one night <laughs> as I was listening to somebody talk, and I kept rephrasing their questions in my head. And I realized that there's a master key question with each of those four personalities, each of those four colors. So I dove into it and just started experimenting in conversation with people um, in presenting and showing things to people just started playing with these questions to see if I could find a common, you know, and, and not, not a hundred percent of the time, but a common line that was that I could draw in the sand and say, okay, I think I got this nailed down. This is the majority of these personalities question that they need answered. And this is, this is where I got the idea for the book is in nailing those questions down with an idea toward team building, which team doesn't have to be network marketing or relationship marketing. It could be your family, it could be your church. If you're a person of faith, it could be, could be a lot of different things. I think it honestly applies to any human relationship that you have. So true. So back up because I have a very vivid imagination and I'm thinking, so you're probably doing a presentation and you're kind of either in the middle or towards the end and you started getting questions and the, this person keeps asking the same, the same beginning of the question. Maybe you want to say, yep. Is that how yep. it went? The, and the same initial like, why word. They, and why do they keep saying that word before every question? Yep. <laughs> okay. That's, a, that's exactly what happened. And, and, uh, you know, I'd be happy to go through the, the colors and that initial start of the question. If you're curious, if you'd like to have them hear um, what kind of piqued my interest, I can go into that. Yeah, so what was that question that, that they were starting off with? It was how. How, okay. And, and the person kept kept asking, how you know, how does this work? Well, how, how does it make money? How? And, and I kept rephrasing it in my head and I'm like, you know, what what is this person actually after? What are they what are they asking me these questions for? And it it dawned on me that I have a tendency to ask questions and reform things with the word what. 
I'm very yeah. goal oriented, very focused on, you know, attaining a prize. It's all about the what for me because I'm a red. And so I just started writing the words down. I wrote down what, and I wrote down a few questions, you know, what is it? What's it worth? What does it take to get it? And I'm looking at all these questions, realizing that there's, <laughs> there's other questions that could have been asked, but these are the ones that I asked when it came down to the business. This person was asking, how does it work? How is it tested? How long has the company been around? You know, how good are the product reviews online? And, and these, these questions are coming at me, and I'm going, <laughs> what is it this person's after? Well, they're after validation, but I need to think about it from their perspective. And their perspective as a green, they want to know how. That's their master key question is how. Um, a blue person uh, like Melissa Pepping, um, their, their key question is why. Why would I want to do this? They're very fun-oriented, very lively people. In fact, you'll hear a lot of reds. You'll hear Melissa Pepping if you listen to her. She loves to say, the reason I blank. The reason I do this is this. The reason I say that is this. She says it all the time. And that's because blues are very, very focused on the reason that they're doing it. If they don't have fun doing it, they're not going to do it. If they lose their attention, it's because they're not having fun. And so then I started thinking, well, what about yellow? What's the question for yellow? And I know a few yellows in my life, so I just started talking to them about the business, and I realized that their their question is who. They want to know who they can help with the product. They want to know who's going to be there to support them. It's very, very people-oriented. So understanding that, I actually I wrote the book with the basis of those four questions being the foundational, the master key question for that color type personality that's, that's pretty good because introduction <laughs> yeah because man i don't know about you but if you've ever been in a conversation with somebody and you can't you're not speaking the same language man it's tough oh it's torture yeah <laughs> you're both sitting there going when can we end this you know in a nice way yeah i mean I studied Big Al, Big Al long enough, and I've kind of studied a lot of this other things, like you know how to speak other people's languages, mm-hmm. that kind of deal. Where you know you, you can get out of your own seat and go sit in the other person's seat next to them and, and figure out how they're talking. Then it's easier to figure out, okay, well that's how they're talking, so this is how I need to talk to them. Because obviously they haven't exactly. figured out how to talk to me, so I need to figure out how to talk to them. Yeah, it's it's a big deal, you know, and it's it's well, tough, especially if you're an introvert and you're still trying to struggle on getting your own words out, you know, much less trying to figure out how to speak another person's language. Yeah. Yeah. And that's but why I think I you've got this simplified. I, I, that's what I was after is a simplification, something that, you know, and the book is short. It's something somebody can literally pick up and read in a weekend and walk away with a little better understanding of a little trick of the trade that you can implement pretty easily. And, you know, from there, uh, we've we've grown the concept to the point where it's 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 so helpful to know who on your team is motivated by what. You know, if you've got somebody motivated by a goal or an object, you know that they're after, they're probably a red. Not always, but probably. 
and you start to realize, you know, are they motivated, motivated by purpose or fun? That's probably blue. A method or plan? That's probably green. A team? Are they, do they operate awesome as a team and helping others? There's your yellow. And you can, you can blend them all, and everybody's got some of each personality in them. But right. if you understand their talents and if you understand what they're good at, their skill set, then you're not trying to push them to do something or motivate them to do something, I should say, because um, you should never push, but motivate them to do something that goes against their skill set. You know, when you look at a red, they're the achiever. They inspire through leadership. You're blue. They're the motivator. They inspire through charisma. The green, they're the strategist. They inspire through planning. Um, your yellows are your encouragers. They inspire through teamwork. And you can't have a properly functioning team if you're lacking any of those and, and lacking the ability for those people to understand that they've got a place in that team and they've got, they've got a skill set that's desired. So, well, I like I that was, because, go ahead. you know, you think you want to build a team full of reds, you know, full of go-getter business leader type, but you're right. You need, you need everybody that's, you know, from every color actually make the team work yeah and if you've ever done a big event if you've ever done a big event you totally understand that because you need people that are go-getters and people that are motivators and people that are supporting you and will do anything else you know for you run errands for you and you know you need people that have no problem getting up getting up on on in, in front of a big audience and entertaining yeah it's you need that whole army that's good so that's yeah, thank you. That's one aspect of the book, and then I, I kind of take it from that, the team mechanics, into um, the proper way to present, because let's face it, in our business, you don't always have time, especially if it's a sizable group, to get a feel for everyone's personality before you begin. And it inspires a lot more confidence if you know that you're able to present in an order and in a fashion that makes sense to all of the personalities that will reach out to all of the personalities. And um, if you, if you're okay with it, can I talk just a minute about that, that order? Yeah. Cause I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how many people know Tom Big Ostrider? I mean, a lot of people do, but how many people are thinking, what is this color thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just shift down in gears and then kind of just walk through this and maybe do, well, it's your book. I'll let you just you just lead you do the reins and I'll just I'll just <laughs> no, I'll your, go along for the ride. It's your call, dude. Totally your call. I'm just I'm here visiting, so I'm having fun. This is a passion of mine. I love talking about this stuff. I love hearing from other yeah, people that might have insights. Do your so. thing. We'll just we'll just gear down and just you know for anybody who is still trying to figure out what the color thing is, you know because any of us who understand the colors and and you know Denny Johnson does the gyms. And, you know, we can relate those back and forth, but we get it, but it's always nice to have a refresher. But for anybody who's still just trying to figure out this colors thing and how other people operate, yeah, let's just shift down to that gear and, and go with that. Because, you know, I got a feeling it's, we kind of, back, you know, in the beginning of the call, we talked about, you know, you had a person that was always at leading their question with um, how, how. Right. Yeah. It was every, how, and I was thinking, okay, every so question that fired at me was how. <laughs> and 
and they're agreeing. And so they want, you know, they're, they're the specs nerdy, you know, I want all the details before I get the answers or give yes. you my answer kind of deal. They're usually going to yep. be the ones that are going to wait towards the end because they're waiting for all the answers to come in before they crunch all the data. Yep. Yep. So a that lot was, of times so, they're, they will hyper analyze everything too. I mean, they, and, and that's not always a bad thing because, you know, a red like me, I'll stick my neck on the chopping block without even second thought because I'm, you know, I'm trying to reach that apple, doggone it. I want that apple. I don't realize that there's, you know, oh, what is this? This is a chopping block. Whoops. <laughs> That's bad. The green's going to sit there and take a look at that thing and go, be like, no, 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 no. This has got to be a trap. Let me look at this a second. You know, you take another another angle. Um, very analytical, very logical very systems based if you can show a green a good system they're in heaven they love it because it takes the guesswork out of whether or not they're going to succeed you know then that's that's the biggest thing how does, how does it work are my are my questions going to be answered um reds like us we we don't we don't really care you show us the target and then say go and <laughs> please get out of the way because here i go and you know, ready, we, fire, we can aim. totally, yeah. yeah, ready, ready, fire, aim. Oh, whoops. Okay. Let's <laughs> yeah. back that up. And oh, am I close? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they see that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we have massive failures and it doesn't matter because we've got enough horsepower to get back up and go anyway. And a lot of times we're stubborn. That can be a, a negative. Um, it's very, very difficult to teach or train a red if they're not in the right mindset because, they think they know everything and they think they can do it. Uh, and sometimes they can. So, and then, you know, your blues, they love fun. They love, they love adventure. Um, they love emotional connection with people as well as yellows. So they share that. Um, your yellows are more meek, mild, and they, by and large, um, have more of a servant's heart than any of the other colors. So if you see somebody who's who's typically always, you know, ready and willing to serve someone else and looking for opportunities to serve, um, that's probably a yellow you're looking at. Um, but anyway, going into applying that, and the book is... Okay, hold on. Detailed, I, I have a random okay. thought in my head. I need to get out because okay. I'm cracking it up. up. Okay. Just to have fun with this, you know, because I threw out Danny Johnson. You know, she's got the, the gyms. There's another guy, and I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for his name, but his, his book is called Sales Dogs. And the idea is that, you know, you know, now instead of doing colors or gyms, now he's broken them down into dogs. <laughs> you know, so the ones that, that blaze the trail, you know, they, they're basically turning over every barrel and, and trying to find people to sign up or new customers, and they're, they're burning a path, burning bridges. You know, they're usually like the, oh, man, what do you call them? Um, the pit bulls. I, I might have to. I might have to read this book. <laughs> the pit bulls. Yeah, and then you kind of go through, and then there's the chihuahuas, and they're like more of the greens. And, and <laughs> anyway, so you get to the pearls or the uh, the yellows, and it's the it's the basset hound. And it's the you know the analogy he used with the basset hound is this is a guy that'll pull his wallet out, and all the pictures of everybody in his family kind of fall down to the ground. You know, and he's like, you know, would you please, would you please maybe consider buying something from me because I need to support my family. 
And if you do, you know, I'll bend over backwards for you and do anything for you from now on, you know, kind of deal. Like they're, they've been over backwards and they're so that kind of people. Anyway, so sales dogs, it's a phenomenal book. It's, it's great. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's geared more towards salespeople, but I think it's totally funny. I think. Yeah. So well, anyway, and it, and it proves, it proves out, you know, and whether you want to do dogs or colors is I picked colors cause that's what happened to strike with me, you know, at that point in yeah. time, but it's, it's all the same thing. It's a study of personality. Because if we don't understand our fellow man, you know, communication is the <laughs> the pinnacle of what we do. And, you know, I found that the, honestly, the biggest key to communication is listening. And not just hearing what they're saying, but listening to what they're saying and listening to the reason behind what they're saying. You know, listening to to what they're after and why they chose those words. And so that's kind of what led me down, down this path. Um, but yeah, so in uh, presenting, there is an yeah. order to the right way to hit everybody in the room. And I've experimented with this a few times, <laughs> quite a few times actually, and it really, really is effective. And the order of them is the same order in the book. And if you if you actually look, I'll kind of give you guys a clue. When you read the book, you'll see that I actually wrote it in that exact order too. Not just with the chapters and the colors, but the entire concept of the book is built into this um, this little shell. And that is you want to present to the reds first in the room. They expect to be presented to first. Um, and it's not, it may be out of ego, but you have to realize you can't always decide if the person in the room is where they're at in their personality. Is that, is that justified? Could I tell them that, well, you're, you're being prideful perhaps, but you have to realize that you're not there to fix them. You're there to present to them. And the red is the most impatient of the colors. They want to know what is this? because that's what's going to determine how much more they listen to you. Secondly, a lot of, a lot of people think that you go to green next. You really don't, um, and I'll explain why. You go to blue next. That's your next target is blue. You just explain what it is. You want to explain why they need it, because blues, if you don't get their attention early enough, they will zone out in a meeting, unless you're just really funny. I'm not. I'm a red. <laughs> I'm not terribly funny, so I, I have to use tricks like this. If you don't need these tricks, then good on you. That's awesome. Um, after you capture the blues and you deal with why they need it, so we've covered what it is, why they need it, then you want to touch the, to the greens, how they can benefit from it. They will listen through all of that because they still don't know if they believe you. Greens want to hear it all before they make a decision. But you don't put them last because the most patient ones in the room are your yellows. And they want to know who's going to benefit from this. Who can they help with this? So that's the order of our presentation. It's extremely effective, and I would urge you to take a look at that, your presentation. You may find that you've already got it in that order because it just felt natural. 
I've talked to three different people now from totally different teams that went over the presentations and went, you know what? I'm in the same exact order because that just felt the best when I delivered it that way. And I think it's because you watch the people in the room and you can kind of see when you hit them, you know, you, you hit the res with what this is and they kind of sit back a little more. Okay. All right. I'll chill out for a little bit and listen. You hit the blues and they stop looking at their phone or, you know, their watch <laughs> or they stop doodling on their, on their pad. And all of a sudden they're looking at you. They're, they're perking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You hit your greens and you start explaining how it all works and how it's tested. You know, they love the seed to seal part. Oh my gosh. Your greens are just all over that. And, you know, you'll see them start to, instead of fold their arms and scowl, they're now leaning forward listening. Your yellows, when you talk about who, you start to see them write. They're writing down names of people they're already thinking of. <laughs> yeah, when you get, I've seen that. When you get to the yellows, that's some of the best closing stuff on earth. I mean, closing material, you want to talk about who's going to benefit from this. <laughs> If you want to close somebody, find out, find out who they know, find out who they want to benefit from something like this. So anyway, that's, that's my little pitch on the presenting. Um, there is an entire chapter on it and, you know, it's not long, but um, I think it, I think it's helpful. Hope it's helpful. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you do presentations, but we used to do the home share for success kit, you know, those little mini booklets. Uh-huh. We used to do those, and then they – oh, they stopped making them because they, they – I don't know. They're redoing the whole thing. And so <clears throat> we learned from Shannon Hudson that you actually could do a presentation either just side-by-side side with somebody at the coffee shop or you could do a group presentation to 30 people and just hand out catalogs and, and go through it and just kind of go through, you know, the 11 everyday oils kind of deal yeah and so i started yeah. doing that and you know what i'm thinking about this i don't have a catalog with me right now but i'm thinking well actually so if you open it up the, you know if you open it up it's it's gary mary it's like you know all right so here's the people behind it and then as you kind of go through it it's just talking about what it is like okay so here's the owners here's lavender field this is what it is here's the farms you know that's what it is and then they get into, and then you get into why, and so it talks about, um, you know, how to use and, and things like that. So I'm thinking, actually, I wonder if the catalog is kind of set up the same way that you have this set up, because then it's very you well know, once you get this, that's something I hadn't actually looked at um, in that light. But now I'm going to have to because I'm curious. I think it, I think it's a, a very natural, you know, it's a natural flow. What it is, why they want it, how they benefit from it, and who they can help with it, whether it's themselves or someone else. It's just it's it flows. It's very smooth. There's no pressure at the end. It's just it's easy. It's easy to for them to mentally get through it. And you've you've captured the that personality's attention in the right spot in the presentation to keep them there and keep them open and listening. That's golden because, you know, you start fishing through that catalog and you're going through just like the 11 everyday oils or maybe if you have a small group and they have a list of things they want to work on kind of deal, you can kind of fish through those. Then you're getting into the hows and the whos kind of deal and the testimonials. Testimonials are whos. 
Oh, big time. And you know what, Money, the, the other cool thing is when you understand the colors really well, and I, I do talk about this in one of the other chapters as well, um, I think it's in the team mechanics, but talking about what they're good at, their skill set, you're going to have people like, you know, if you've got reds on your team, they're going to be extremely comfortable and fine with your one-on-ones. Um, your yellows will be too. They're fine with those, you know, and the, and reds, reds will do pretty much whatever. They'll get up in front of people. They don't care. But blues, you know, you put a red at an event, they may not do as well. I'm not going to say they won't because it really depends on how functional they are in their color and their personality. But they may do okay at an event, but you put a blue at an event, and they are just going to blow it up because they're happy, chipper, bubbly, you know, totally want to get to meet you. And the red's just sitting there going, what am I going to do to get what I'm after out of this thing that I paid money to go to? <laughs> right. And uh, so knowing what skill set they have, knowing what personality they have makes it so much easier to excite members of your team to get involved and to grow by activating their personality, by activating their skill set instead of trying to reform it to fit something else. Okay, so I have one, two. I have four pages of notes already. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm a student of the business. It's I, I, you know, I find people interesting, and so when you can always figure out a way to get more of a person and and understand them more, it's to me it's it's golden because if you know where people are coming from, it's easier to figure out you know, there's, ways there's to help them. Quote. There's a quote that I absolutely love that fits hand in glove with what you just said. And I honestly couldn't tell you who said it, but it's an old quote that I've written down many times in many of my different diaries, journals, and everything else. The quote is, every master understands that he will forever be a student. And I think that's so, so important. You know, never, ever refuse knowledge or learning. That's, that's somebody else's life experience that they're willing to pass on to you. Use what you can, leave what you can't, but always be looking. Nice. That's a good one. Sweet. Okay. <clears throat> Remember me getting on track? Okay, so here's I have to work on this. Oh. So, okay, so while we're talking about how to do classes, we touched on this a little bit uh, when we talked earlier. So as you guys are growing, helping somebody grow, someone says, look, Jacob, I want to do the business, or Jacob and Sarah, I want to do the business. And, you know, usually the first thing is, well, you know, prove it to me and do something. Like, show me you're interested somehow. Like, don't, let me, don't make me just do the business for you kind of deal. And so let's, let's say they put together a class and they have people together and they're a little bit chicken and they don't know what they're doing yet and they ask you to lead the class, you know, just basic intros and oils. They do that. Now, how do you do this? Because I think we do this pretty much the same thing. I think there's a little bit of a difference. Well, and, you know, we're still, we're still learning. So I will say what, you know, how we do it and what we do, but, you know, understand we're still trying to figure out how this stuff all works as well. We we like to try to engage someone if they're if they're at all interested in the business. Honestly, even if they're not initially, we still we still try to 
um, encourage them to um, host a class either at their home or bring someone to the next class. If they are interested in building, um, as soon as they express an interest, then that's when we want to get them involved pretty much immediately. I mean, we want we want to do a class that they're there taking notes, observing. Um, then the second time, uh, we want some involvement. <laughs> they they do a portion of it, uh, part of the presentation, definitely making sure to take part in giving any testimonials that are applicable and appropriate um, in the presentation. And then beyond that, it's their turn. We um, want to be there to support them, but it's their turn to do a full presentation and learn how to do the whole thing. They know that they're not alone. They've got the support structure if they need it. But the point is that you're taking them step-by-step step down a little walkway that's going to put them on a super highway to success because they can do it themselves. And everyone's going to want to tweak it a little bit for, you know, they, they prefer to say this or they prefer to do that. We honestly encourage that. I don't, I don't want a robot machine. I want individuals that are distributing Young Living and that are fired up to do it in their passion and their personality. I agree. You know, and the, the first, I think the first biggest growing step as a leader is allowing somebody to step into that position where they can start leading their own classes and doing leadership type things. And <laughs> if, if they, no, hold on, but if, if they mess up, you know, they get peppermint and lavender screwed up or, you know, they freeze up for a second, let it happen because it's the best thing Amen. ever that can happen to them. Amen. You can always go revisit things afterwards, but don't throw them off the groove. Let it happen. It's a natural process, and half the time they know what they did, and they're like, ah, you know what? Next time I've got this. Okay, cool. Right. If, if people were half as hard on themselves as I am on myself, don't worry about it. They've, they've got it handled. <laughs> they've got it handled. Yeah, it's, that's, I mean, that's a big deal to let people just step up and, and do things instead of micromanaging you know, but you because, want them to eventually manage their own business, you know. That's the whole goal with this independent distributorship thing, like you mentioned the other night when we were talking. We want independent distributors. We don't want not dependent, dependent distributors. Right. Yeah, that's called employees, but, yeah. <laughs> when they're yeah that's called a job. I don't want <laughs> right. one of those. No. Yeah, you know, and I was just going to add on. So, you know, me and Jen, our philosophy is so if somebody wants to do the business and you just give them 90 days that, you know, it, we'll give them enroller and sponsor. Then after that, if they ask us to keep doing stuff for them, then we'll give them the sponsor, but we'll take the enroller because we're doing the work, you know, and after three months, right. they should be able to figure it out by then. And same thing with the, the we have a three-class rule where, okay, so the first one, we'll do it or maybe I should rephrase this. First one, I'll do it. Second one, we will do it. So me and the new person wants to do the business. The third right. class, they do it. And then we'll just be there because, let's face it, enrolling people takes more time than anything. It's like 15 minutes per person to enroll them if you're have a yeah. converse, if you going to have a conversation. I mean, not just doing paperwork, but, you know. So we'll be there, but we're not going to run the class for you because by that time – Doing intro to oils classes, it doesn't take much. It's just basically just stepping out of your comfort zone and just do it. 
Yeah. Yep. And by the time you and do you wanna, one or two, you you've wanna, got to figure it out. It's it's kind of like with your you know with with children or with anybody else in, in society. You you want to be there to help and assist and make sure that they they feel your support, but you don't want to create a welfare society, you know, or somebody that just automatically assumes that you're going to build for them because it's in your best interest. And, you know, I think what you said about the sponsor and enroller switching after a certain time frame, I think that's crucial because they need to realize that, you know, you're not getting free money here. This is just a hand up, <laughs> giving you a right. leg up, and yep. then you're going to run, and here's the tools you need. Yeah, that's a big deal because, I mean, it, when you start talking to some of the top leaders, on you'll, you'll find out that, there's more than you would ever expect that are kind of that have at some point in their career, a distributor and a leader got burned out because they did that thing where they were helped building other people and it doesn't work. It burns you out. And so if you can learn from the get go from like senior star on, when you start thinking about building those two legs for executives that you're building independent distributors and you're creating a team of people that are independent and they just, you know, maybe a little bit of guidance, a little bit of support, comparing notebooks kind of deal. Exactly. Then you've got a true team. Then you have a true team. You don't have a bunch of people that are dependent on your next move kind of deal. Yeah. And and let them shine with their personality. You know, if, if, if they're just dynamite with events, support them. Show up, take their picture if they're local. You know, do do what makes it fun for them. You know, especially if they're that blue mentality. If they're you know, if they're wanting to, well, I've got, I've got a friend I really want to sit down, but I, I, I'd like you to be there. Yeah, okay, let's do a one-on-one. We'll, we'll focus on one-on-ones, and if you can duplicate that, you go right ahead. You duplicate that. It doesn't mean you, you throw out the other options, but if they're operating within the comfort of their skill set that they are excellent at, you're going to grow a lot quicker. I agree. So, would, would your colors trick? work when you're doing like a little vendor vendor expo or you know something in christmas now there's a bunch of little vendor vendor slash expo things going on all the time so someone came up and said what's this then you know right away they might be red or is that jumping the gun um it it may be that's a very or, you know, that's a very blunt question what's this so it, it very well could be that they're red um, but again, it's not—it's not that the words are the 100% clue. It's—it's a, it's a clue to clue you in, but you're going to have to explore that a little more and see why they ask, why why they use those words. You know, um, if they if they walk up and say, "What's this?" Like I had a lady walk into a meeting. She sat down. She looks around and she goes, "What is this?" So I explained, you know, we're doing an introduction on essential oils and health and wellness. Oh. Well, my daughter just said I needed to be here and drop me off. So I knew pretty well right off the bat the way she approached the situation. She's a red, you know. <laughs> so that was that was a pretty easy one to identify. Um, and there's, you know, there's there's those little telltale things that you'll see as you're talking to people you've seen and you've done the meeting. You see the people that doodle on the paper in front yep. of them, and you know they're if they're not engaged and they're doodling, odds are you've probably got a blue. They're very creative. Their creative juices are not flowing toward you right now. So it's time to get some 
peppy and exciting stuff in front of them, get their attention back, which is why I suggest answering the why questions fairly early on so that you've got them, you've answered their question, now they're with you. Now they want to know the next step. How does it work? Because everybody wants to know all those things. They just want it in a little bit different order. (laughs) So it seems like the timing is the biggest thing on answering those. Interesting. So when you guys do an intro class, do you guys announce that it's a Young Living Oils class? We do. From the from the okay. Yeah, we because that kind of goes into the what. Yeah, we we put it on the front slide, which is you know we do a slide presentation, um, you know PowerPoint on a projector. If it's a large class, if we're doing a home class, it's a little bit different, but we do still lead in with exactly what it is that they're sitting in on. I don't want any misconceptions. I don't want to mislead or have somebody think that they're there for something else or, you know, and other, other network marketers do it a little bit differently. I like to call what we do relationship marketing because we're really not in it just to build a network. We want to continue to build a team-based relationship with everybody, um, and we like to keep that atmosphere. So we believe in honesty, starting out right off the bat. Be honest with what, what you're doing and explain yourself. And we have a very, very excellent closing ratio with that. So I agree, you know, because if you let people know, hey, look, I do Young Living, or people already know, like I do Young Living. I'm doing an intro oils class. Actually, I'm doing one this Thursday. I let people know it's a Young Living Intro Oils class because I don't, there's, I'm sure there's quite a few of us on the line that have, that have been invited to functions, meetings, whatever, and you have no freaking clue what it is until a half, half hour into it. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, my God, you know, my cousin and my uncle both warned me about this. Now I'm halfway into this meeting and I'm, how do I get out of here kind of deal? Yep. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to close when you have people like that. So, I agree. Let people know from the get-go, look, this is Young Living, this is essential oils, because the people that know what it is before they even get there are going to be the people who are already interested as they walk in the door. Yeah. So much easier to well, close on that. You know, you talk to some of the major gurus in this industry, and they'll tell you, you need to be the person that you are attracting. You know, so if if I start out with gimmicks, to get somebody tricked into getting to a meeting and maybe I can trick them into parking with some dollars and signing up and, you know, pressure them into that. Well, guess what you're going to attract? You're going to attract builders that are going to trick and pressure. And if that's not the kind of business you want to build, don't be that person. Right on. Right on. All right. So we had 10 minutes left. I don't know if we can do this, but there's some breaking news even though you're kind of in between moving and you're moving again next year. So you're working on a second book. <laughs> yes. We got to talk about um, this because this is a big deal. Uh, well, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to say too much, but I am going to say that I've, I've had enough people that have read it. It sounds it like a corporate this. call now, Jacob. <laughs> you're like, well, I can't say too much. <laughs> um, okay. No, I'll be honest. I'm not willing to say too much yet because, I've got I've got quite a bit sketched and outlined, but I am I am working on a second book or at least 
I don't think I'll do a second edition. I think I'll do an actual second book, but it's going to dive more into the the application of it. This was a, a general introduction to the colors and the questions. I want to get into the nitty-gritty of conflict between different colors and um, recruiting with different colors and, and get really down to the specifics. If you can identify, if you really know what that person's color is, I want to nail um, how you're going to get that green and, and, and get into the nitty gritty of it. So um, I am in talks right now with getting the book um, to life science publishers and with a possible study guide, we'll see. Um, and then the second book we're hoping to have out through them as well uh, by convention. So Wow, that's a big deal. Stuff <laughs> big step for me, but you know what? Fortune favors the bold, so why not? Agree. <laughs> totally agree with that one. Uh, you know, I co-founded a book club just over a year ago, and uh, the Ula book was one of the books that I brought into the, the group. You know, I always try to sneak in some Young Living type stuff in there just because these people, this book club that I kind of co-founded is, they're looking for the self-help kind of deals, the self-discovery kind of stuff, the, you know, well, what is a leader versus a manager versus, you know, a follower yeah. or employee kind of deal. They're always looking yep. for that kind of stuff. And so I'm already thinking this is going to be a great book for down the line would be this whole thing because all these people that I work with, they're in sales of some sort. It's either um, – Oh, I want to say like life insurance or they're doing um, like closing on houses, the titles and, and, and loan yep. origination yep. or the whole gamut. I mean, they, they do everything. So some do properties and whatever. And so this is a great, if anybody's into a book club and they're like, I need an idea for a book because I'm usually the person that just gets told what to read. Jacob, this would be a great <laughs> book to start off with because then you kind of, one, it's your own idea because like, hey, look, I, could, I know somebody that has a great book. You do this for a book club. But then you're actually getting a chance because this is where it gets really cool because the book club I co-founded, the people that I brought into it are very engaging where we we actually will go through, like we did an Enneagram test and we've done some other things to kind oh, of figure nice. out, all right, so yeah, so what do you think you are and how did your test come out and and things like that and then We'll flip and go. That's, so that's more of a personal development and, club right there. <laughs> it's phenomenal, yeah. And then, you know, so we could we could bounce off and say, hey, you know, I think I'm a yellow. And then other people are like, Are you kidding me? You're like the most colorful person in the group. You're definitely a blue and blah 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 blah. <laughs> you know, you're the entertaining and whenever you can't make it to the group, you know, the whole thing is kinda of boring and we usually leave early kind of deal. You know, so we'll kinda of flip that around and just say Here's what, I, here's what I feel like I am, and here's what you guys think I am. So obviously how I feel and how I project how I feel could be two different things because, like you said, you could be a red and a – shoot, you could be a red and a green, <laughs> you know, where yeah. yep. you need the plan first before you lead the people kind of deal, and then there's some – I'm married are, to one of those. So Yeah. We've got, we're both <laughs> reds. We shouldn't even be able to function, but we do. <laughs> It can get awkward at times, but we've we've kind of figured out how to maneuver around each other. Uh, that's but part that's, of the game, though, is trying to, you know, how does a red deal with a red? 
So yeah, your second book would be phenomenal because yeah, that's that's actually one of the things that I'm sketching out and and doing research work on with with friends and family is exploring that second color. Is it is it a crutch? Is it is it a crippling color or is it a flare that you use with your primary color? And I think it can be both. Um, you know, depending on on how you structure it with your primary color. So there's going to be some really cool really cool additional data in that book. You you got my you got my head thinking. It's my wheels are spinning because I'm thinking go either way because you start thinking about you know you start getting into ULA and it's like the ULA accelerators and the ULA blockers and then you, know, you start yeah. talking about the colors in the Enneagram they have wings and anyway so <laughs> well and I think you know to use myself as an example for a little teaser test you know I'm I'm a red blue so that can go two ways if I decide I want a goal and I'm after it and I start hitting obstructions my blue tendency if it's dysfunctional if my secondary color is dysfunctional, this is no longer fun. And I no longer want to do this. So I'm going to go find something fun to do because, you know, this stress is killing me and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy anymore. I'm not, this is not fun. Or it can go a different direction where I look at it and I say, okay, I need to use my blue to make this fun. I need to find a way to still move toward my goals but add either humor or motivation. That's huge. You know, for a blue, a red-blue like red. me, I'm after my goals. I start hitting obstructions. I put on a motivational speech of some kind and get something fun, peppy, and fired up going in between those ears because that's going to reset my secondary color towards supporting my primary color. Now I can function again. So that's a little bit of what I'm playing with for the part of the second book, but... That'll be juicy. That'll be really juicy. I'm just thinking about how many possibilities there could be just spinning off of that. Wow, <laughs> dude, that could be like a that could be a novel. You might have to do yeah. like a, a trilogy or something, or <laughs> I don't know, a series, a color series. Well, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Just keep running with it. And then did you also say you're thinking about a workbook too? Just yeah, something you um, can work through? Yeah, we're 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 tossing that around because I think it, it might be some people are they learn very well by listening. Other people need to see it. Um I'm one of those people that I write copious amounts of notes, almost annoying my wife with how many notes I write while watching something. But it's because and honestly, I'll hardly ever go back to them and look. But <laughs> just the Me simple too. act of writing it puts it in my brain. And, you know, if I don't write it down, I won't remember it. So I write everything down. And uh, that's just, you know, that's how I work. So I figured, you know, if you can offer somebody a little worksheet for those people that learn that way, it might be good for them to, to work through. Plus, like you said with the book club, if you've got a group or a team, you know, your network marketing leader team, you want to sit down with them, have them fill out a worksheet, you know what colors they are, let's talk about skill sets, let's talk about, you know, putting this stuff to use in a team setting. So that's kind of what I'm considering. 
considering, man, just do it. You're on to something. It, it, it's fun. And obviously because like just me thinking about how many different ways you could spin off of the colors and the, the colors that would impede you and the, the colors that would propel you. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. Wow. And there's, there's certain colors that'll set certain colors off faster than anything. And we've noticed in our team, you start to see people interact, whether it's on Facebook or, you know, a forum or something, you'll see a comment made and go, Ooh, that was really that color. And then you, Oh boy, I hope so and so didn't see that. That's gonna set them off. Oh boom, there it is. Okay. Now we need to explore how to dissolve this angst and let's get everybody focused on working together in their colors and not not stepping out and stepping on toes. So but it's it's been really, really cool. And it's you know, it goes so much further than just our team building because you start to see it in your family settings. And um, you know, my dad <laughs> actually edited the book and thought, oh, great, here, you know, my son decides to finally write a book and it's going to be another personality book, like there isn't enough <laughs> out there already. And he finished editing it, and that was that was one of my big tests because he's a major green, and finished finished the edit on it and got back to me and said, you know what, you definitely need to publish this because I learned more from this than I have from a lot of other books, and it was way simple and easy to understand. And he said, you, you're on to something here, and I like this. So, honestly, he was the one that spoke life to me and uh, and made me want to actually pursue this whole thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, I was going to just throw one more angle at you. Did you ever go to the leadership uh sessions at convention like what was it monday this year the very first day yeah okay yeah, and the gal talked about the shapes yeah that's what i was thinking about <laughs> I, I figured you were going to go there i was i was laughing my tail off sitting in that seat having just published the book i've got a whole <laughs> pocket full of business cards um and i'm sitting next to next to a guy I just met you know talking with him and she brings up the shapes and I'm going, wow, this is, this is exactly, exactly on target. Just using four different things. Yeah. That's so that awesome. was really cool to sit through though and watch the people stand up and, um, you know, get to, get to see all the personalities in the room. Boy, those yellows blew us all out of the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I just, did spur to thought. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I wonder if you saw that. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, she was awesome. She was full of energy. Um, she had it nailed. It was good. It was good. Well, Jacob, my friend, we're at the top of the hour. Do you have any closing phenomenal thoughts you want to leave us with? <laughs> I think my wife would probably say I don't often have phenomenal thoughts, but at least I think. So, um, no, I – this has been just a great fun time to talk to you. It's, it's always awesome to hear people that are, that are doing the same things you're doing, walk, walking the same road you're walking. And I really, really appreciate the chance to come on and visit with you and, and explain about my book. That's an awesome opportunity. So thank you. My pleasure. It's always fun to have people with great ideas come on because I love great ideas. It's like that. So here's what I'm going to do, Jacob. Is I'm going to, Stop the recording, and I'm going to unmute, unmute the lines, and I'll have everybody that's on the call just say goodnight to you, and then we'll wrap it up from there. And 
you know, you can jump off whenever you want. Okay, so let me just stop okay. the recording here.